and welcome to the latest episode of the Canadian RegTech Association's podcast. Now, this episode is part of the Founders series, where we'll invite the founders of some of the most innovative high-growth companies operating in the RegTech space and hear about their vision and some of the opportunities and challenges faced on their journey to grow their business. My name is Myron Milliadere, and I'll be your host today. By way of background, I'm a partner at Miller Thompson and have significant experience supporting companies operating in the technology, media, and telecommunications sectors. I advise on domestic and cross-border mergers and acquisitions, private equity, venture capital, and corporate finance. I regularly counsel companies utilizing cutting-edge technologies, including artificial intelligence, fintech, regtech, and blockchain. For those of you who don't know, the Canadian RegTech Association We're a non-for-profit organization focused on solving regulatory challenges through collaborative efforts between key RegTech stakeholders, regulated entities, technology vendors, and regulatory bodies. Joining me today is Emmanuel Cohen, better known as Manny. Manny is the CEO and founder of the Armadillo Group of Companies. He is known as an innovator and expert in RegTech solutions, business information, onboarding, regulatory compliance, and Manny has been working in the reg tech and compliance industry for over 40 years. Now, Armadillo was the first online corporate and data onboarding information system on the web and is celebrating 25 years in June of this year. Uh, And today, the Armadillo universe gives access to compliance information on 500 million companies and 5 billion adult individuals worldwide. They have been awarded a place on the RegTech 100 list for 2021 and 2022 and have featured in the top 12 two years running. Thanks for joining us today, Manny. It's uh, it's great to connect with you. Hi, Myron. Uh, thanks for having me here. Great. Well, I know the listeners just heard from me a very brief overview of, of the company and and yourself, but it would be uh, it would be fantastic to hear a bit more from yourself. So, would you mind providing a brief overview of the uh, the company, your company, and the services offered? Right. Okay. Well, we're basically uh, the Armadillo Group, as you sort of just said, and uh, we have been in regtech of some sort and business information uh, and data for 25 years. In fact, we're celebrating our 25th anniversary on the 3rd of June. So that's uh, pretty close. Um, the anniversary. <laughs> yeah, 25 years uh, as an online data system on the web. We were actually the first online data system uh, of company and corporate information in the world, would you believe? Uh, so, uh, and uh, in 1997, we launched. And uh, I defy anyone to say we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> yeah, and so it was, it's uh, been an interesting journey. Uh, but uh, today, uh, we now specialize in reg tech, uh, obviously, and uh, uh, basically technology for the onboarding of uh, clients. And it's not just onboarding, it's constant checking as well, uh, and suppliers, etc. cetera, uh, basically for compliance purposes. And also on top of that, we um, provide compliance advice and compliance solutions for, for companies that require it. So it's not just the tech side, we have a, a full compliance backup uh, which also means that on the tech side, everything that we do 
is not just data and the supply of just data for compliance is actually based around uh, the uh, assisting clients to pass inspections because that's why they're doing the checking to make sure obviously prevent money laundering to prevent mm. terrorist financing a crime but also to pass inspections avoid prosecution avoid fines and stay out of jail which is basically um, uh, what uh, the compliance uh, industry is uh, or all sort of like regulated industries all caught in so all our systems are based around that kind of ethos of reporting as well as the supply of the information just to help people get through and we've always worked on a kind of global basis Mm -hmm. uh, we uh, came into the regtech industry uh, fully in uh, 2018 uh, and uh, we our, our universe which is uh, from the, our 25 years of experience and and data access uh, is supplying information for compliance purposes on 450 million limited liability companies worldwide that's every limited liability company one billion businesses and five billion individuals that's the size of our universe but well, five billion adult individuals so basically uh, any entity anywhere uh, is uh, what we check and we can also put our systems into any languages so it literally is from anywhere to anywhere anytime and that's the ethos we've been following for many years uh, we came into the uh, industry, as I said, in 2018. And if you can imagine, um, when we came into it, uh, we just went sort of back to our core side of our business. And within three years, we ended up on the global RegTech 100. That's the 100 most innovative tech businesses in compliance globally. And uh, we stayed there in 2022. Uh, if you consider they, they, they dubbed 65 out, and so we made all the 35 still in there. Uh, oh, interesting, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's quite good, we're, you know, innovation, that's what we're all about. No, that's great, no, that's fantastic. And I, I know you briefly touched on this when we, you were just uh, responding to that last question, but uh, I'd be very curious about what inspired you to start the business. And really, I guess for most founders, you're trying to address a, a concern or an issue. So I'd be curious to hear, what issues you saw in the market that you were trying to address? Okay, well, originally I came uh, with the uh, the tech systems. Uh, as I said, back in 1997, we started off in a place called Shoreditch in in London. Uh, in the, uh, it's right near the city. And uh, basically, I, I, I had a consultancy business uh, and we, I was doing uh, corporate research. And uh, I always wanted my own online system. I saw these others doing online and uh, uh, one of the things was I went out, I employed a, a company which is now BDO uh, and uh, to sort of help me and advise me on how to sort of get finance for it and things like that and everyone used to say oh no no there's too many companies out there like Experian and uh, Equifax and Dun Bradstreet and nobody want you and so I thought well okay it, it seemed I had to finance it myself uh, and I had to make a big choice on how I was actually going to bring out this online system. And so when you talk about barriers, one of the biggest barriers was was money uh, and also um, scepticism. And 
any sort of person trying to start a business out there will actually find out that everybody's a skeptic against what you want to do and you just got to believe in what you want to do to try and get out there and uh so anyway uh i uh had uh, three 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 ways of actually um bringing out some online system if i could finance it myself because i had enough money just about for that and i had uh, the ability to go down a thing called x25 which was actually uh, direct line systems which gives you a green screen this is before your time uh and uh th then you had the new thing that was all uh the big thing at the time, which is kind of called Windows, which put everything in color. Uh, and then this new thing had just come out, which I'd had a look at uh, through some uh, friends of mine, uh, called the Internet. Okay, and it was kind of like really weird. And it, and and I'd seen it just as the World Wide Web that had been uploaded back in '94. Uh, so in '97, I thought I don't this weekend worrying about it, and I could afford one route, and I chose Internet. Uh, and then we uh, came out with the internet and went to our clients and said, look, you know, I've got this fantastic new system. You can do, uh, you know, you can find out information on. Uh, and it was then we started off with UK companies and UK information instantly through this thing called the internet. And everyone went, internet, ah, much too slow, no security, it'll never work. So that's how, uh, that's how we started. <laughs> I went through very <laughs> It'll never work. Yeah, a lot of foresight, Manny. Actually, a lot of foresight to be ahead of the curve there with with new and innovative technologies. And we see uh, we we see refreshes of technology uh, uh, periodically. We're starting to see the change with quantum and AI too, as well. And it's it's being an early adopter is key, which is it's great to see. Uh, you had the foresight as 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 uh, a few uh, in that time did, but not many uh, to to jump on it. That's great to hear. Yeah, and it was an interesting period. I mean, obviously, um, it, it, people actually were quite originally slow to take up on on the web, uh, but really, you know, it rules our lives now. It's it's everything. Uh, and uh, it, it, going back into it was quite good. Uh, and I, I mean, I from my own personal point of view, when we decided to go into the sort of what is now known as reg tech, um, it, it was. Uh, it was quite exciting, actually, uh, and 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 that's part of business for for people who who want to have their own businesses and run their own businesses. Uh, part of you, you've got to be excited. What you're doing has to make you feel you're doing something different, or you're doing something that you enjoy. Um, you know, business is never easy for anybody, uh, and starting a business is is always really difficult. Um, and you, you just got to keep at it because you have lots of distractors. Uh, and uh, also another thing is one of the people will always detract on you is also your brand names. They always people will always block those sort of things. But you've got to stick with it and register it everywhere, things like that, and protect yourself because uh, uh, the moment you start becoming su successful, everybody wants to copy you. So and that's the thing to keep at it. That's the challenge and the barriers. For sure. No, that's it. It's persistence and perseverance. And it sounds like uh, you also had some challenges with just early adopters and and uh, naysayers on the on the on the process and and uh, and uh, a bit of a slow uptick. So that's that's fascinating. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was 
it's it's always an interesting time when you're actually doing something that's new as well. Uh, if if you're lucky enough to be uh, in the right place and the right time, and you can see something that's coming, uh, and then the hard thing is actually building a business around that, actually seeing how you can use those new technologies. Uh, like you know, people talk about AI and blockchain and whatever. Um, but how how do you use it? What's the purpose of it? I mean, you know, will people want that as a product at some point? Lots and lots of people bring out new products uh, and uh, they never see really the light of day. They just come in, they come, then they go. And it's being able to identify it and then get out there and sell it as well. That's the big thing. No, that makes sense. That does make sense. It's It's finding a finding a niche, finding a product and finding a market to sell it in. If you don't have all three, then uh, you're not going to be too successful. And I'm glad you found the uh, the secret source, uh, Manny, as well on this. So that's great to hear. Um, so I, I think you briefly touched on this too, but let's let's dive into it because I, uh, I I think it's fascinating that you, uh, you said that. Uh, you mentioned, I believe, that you self-funded um, in the initial stages. I, I'd like to hear a bit more about how you finance the business during those early stages um and whether as time has progressed you've seen a need to maybe switch up uh, the, the process to to support scaling or, or some other means yeah actually yeah it's uh, i mean it's been an interesting journey and to be honest we, we're still self-funded uh we've been self-funded uh right from the very beginning uh, obviously uh, i changed my business from a um a research and consultancy firm uh into a online data supplier and things uh, and basically finance ourselves through profits, just kept putting the money back in, you know. Um, and y you do that when you believe in what you're doing, okay. And uh, things are different now for a lot of startups, but this way, uh, you know, you keep control uh, and you can do what you want. And that means also with tech, you move as fast as you want. And surprisingly, keep control of costs. That's the big thing when you're running yourself, is keeping control of costs. Um, and now, of course, uh, we're in a, an industry that is expanding at a massive rate. Like, for instance, we uh, we came into the industry. It was worth about uh, between 10 and 20 billion dollars uh, globally. Uh, and the reports out that by next year, it's going to be worth 120 billion. And that's kind of a massive expansion uh, globally of um, any B2B business. I mean, any kind of business. I mean, it's like nearly 10 times what it uh, what, what we start what it was when we started out so we're out there uh, looking for equity partners uh, to, to to catch that wave uh, we've certainly got the products for it now uh, and uh, the technology and, and we've brought out a few things called uh, that are uh, ahead of the curve uh, with, uh, with with tech um, using a bit of RPA robotic process automation uh, and uh, accessing data to supply um, uh, relevant information for, for uh, compliance uh, and uh, for regulated businesses. And uh, the only way you can really do it and get out there a lot is uh, with a bunch of cash. And uh, the only way to get that is to uh, do a fundraise. So we're on that route at the moment. Uh, but yeah, it's and also when the thing is about having being uh, self-funded and having control yourself, you can actually follow your guts a bit more uh, and 
you know, obviously you write plans and you do all sorts of things, but it's all to follow the way you believe things are going to go. And so far, I think uh, made some good choices. No, that's it. And you're fundraising at a, a different stage than a lot of uh, a lot of companies do, where they're they're selling an idea. You've got a a strong um, strong business in place, and it's it's stable, and you have products that have have been tested and and been reflective of their success in the market. So that's great to hear. Um, and and is this is this the reason you're thinking about uh, or, or maybe moving in the direction of, of fundraising? This is a a scaling issue or uh, or or a scaling uh, benefit potential benefit? Is is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I mean the 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 thing is because the the industry is growing at such a rate. Uh, there are lots of uh, people coming in and out of the industry at all the time. Um, yeah, I mean yeah, to 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 scale at that kind of rate, you you need a lot of uh, funding, okay. Uh, a lot of companies are finding this problem in reg tech, uh, and um, a lot of companies are also trapped in that kind of. They don't have. They have the idea. They have. They've sold the idea that, but the tech's taking longer. Uh, it always takes longer. All right. And I, I can tell everybody out there, and all other reg tech companies will will will. will um, uh, sort of, you know, management of tech companies that all agree with me. Every, every, every anything you think is going to take um, uh, any period of time in tech, double it and add some more. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> uh, and you know, it's it is like that. And and uh, you've just got to uh, keep bringing your tech out and keep going forward and keep moving forward. And that's the one thing about tech is the uh, improvements never stop, okay? The innovation can't ever stop. Uh, otherwise, you either go forwards or you go backwards, and that's it. And and, it, and, and nowadays, it works at such a fast pace, uh, and you've got to finance that uh, as well. Uh, to Just to keep up there, you, that's also got to be financed. And, you know, uh, money means that you can do a lot more and you can sell a lot more, bottom line. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. No, that's uh, that makes perfect sense going forward too as well. Um, I'd like to shift gears a bit here as well and and talk uh, really going back about uh, to, to, I don't want to say day one, but close to where you were looking to find that first customer as well. So really hearing a bit about your uh, your organization's uh, customer acquisition strategy and, and how it's changed um, from day one where you're Proving the internet's a thing to to now. Okay, well, well, it was quite interesting um, when we first uh, went out to the market, and I told you everyone kind of really. I mean, it, nobody wanted the, anything on the internet. They wanted didn't want anything to do with it. Uh, but actually, our, our first client was a, a British newspaper called the, the Sunday Mirror. Because they, they have city pages. Uh, on that, and uh, so the Sunday Mirror City page was our first client. Our second client was KPMG, primarily because uh, we, we'd worked with them anyway on the research side, so we had an in there anyway to go and uh, talk to them. Uh, and also, they liked experimenting, uh, and they liked experimenting with new companies. And 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 they and probably they were only the only people on the web that we could find. <laughs> so they bought our <laughs> products. <laughs> Uh, pioneers and, in the, the web too, right? That's exactly it. Fellow pioneers. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, so uh, 
so we were doing this and we kept on doing this sort of uh, selling of this uh, information and data retail. And then uh, in the late 90s, early thousands, we were approached by some uh, larger uh, uh, data suppliers who were coming onto the web and uh, they needed uh, to uh, fill the holes that they had. Um, I obviously can't name them, uh, but what we then did, uh, we sort of changed our business. Actually, um, we used to, we had all these different deals with data suppliers and compilers. So we used to buy data, re-engineer it, and uh, sell it back to whoever was needing it in the market. Uh, the big sort of uh, data suppliers. Some of them are still our our clients today. Would you believe? Uh, and uh, yeah, where we sort of uh, who carry our systems, um, and. It, it, it that so we became a uh sort of like robotic process automation in effect uh, and we're experts on that and all our new systems are based uh, uh around uh, total data automation uh, and, and compiling and uh re-engineering and uh we then sort of also we we had a sort of corporate services side uh, which was uh, based around compliance and companies and corporates. And that's actually regulated. Uh, in fact, we have uh, uh, two uh, uh, corporate service regulated businesses and our own law firm as well. So the law firms are properly UK regulated SRA uh, uh, law firm and solicitors in effect. And uh, we get inspected, would you believe? And we always pass our inspections and we always pass our inspections in flying colours. So that actually drove us to because we had this sort of part of the business that was re-engineering data and it was just doing the job, running itself, giving me a nice lifestyle. Uh, and uh, it was kind of like a like lifestyle style business. Uh, and the corporate services side um, was open to inspection uh, and we basically uh, uh, as I said, past everything. So one day we were actually sitting around a table, and it was about 2017, and we're thinking, well, a lot of our, our competitors and our peers have sort of all got fined, or they had inspectors crawling all over them, but we never did. Uh, maybe, uh, well, so we're obviously really good at this compliance stuff, and, and maybe that's what we should be selling. And then that actually was the catalyst to turn us back into, we are to looking at, at the business, back into our tech side and turn that into uh, fully reg tech. Uh, well, we didn't know it was called reg tech at that time. It was just tech for compliance. Uh, and uh, yeah, so we went down that road and changed the business. So we pivoted the business. We actually turned around to many of our corporate clients and uh, had to say goodbye and parted ways because that wasn't the way we were going forward. And we moved more into the tech side of the business and developed it and pivoted into it. And uh, again, seems to have been the right decision. <laughs> no, for sure. You, uh, you you definitely were able to build a base of, of clients uh, in one sector and, and you've got to make a bit more of a, uh, a principal decision on, on where to focus and you've got to... Uh, uh, really commit to it. And it sounds manny like you did as well. So that's great to hear. Yeah, I'm sure there was a bit of trepidation at first, but I'm sure uh, it was. It's it's obviously shown uh, it was the right decision in the end. Myra, the trepidation never stops. <laughs> 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 Business, I will tell you. 
Exactly, exactly. Well, well, let's hope that it clears up. Now, this has been a this has been a great conversation, Manny. I've really enjoyed it. Um, I'll end the I'll end this with just one final question for you, which is something I'm always interested to hear from innovative founders such as yourself. Is uh, what you're seeing is the uh, the biggest challenge your industry faces, and, and we can talk about that um, locally in the UK and and also globally too. I'd be uh, I'd be great to hear your uh, your insights on that. Okay, well, uh, firstly, regulation generally is uh, not going to stop. Uh, it's just increasing more and more industries are being brought into uh, regulation. Uh, and it's basically um, our industry has to try and address the challenges of our clients uh, in, the, in the compliance area. Also, I mean, there's, there's lots of new players coming in all the time. Uh, lots of companies coming in and saying they've got the next new thing when in actual fact it's just a copy of something someone has already done it. Um, and it, it, it's being able to define and there's this kind of like shuffling around for position. Uh, and uh, it's just actually being able to get the trust of the clients so they can believe in us uh, as uh, RegTech businesses. Uh, and and use us. Um, otherwise, they'll only just always go for the big brands. And there's lots of small new startups uh, and uh, many unicorns out there potentially. But the thing is to actually get that acceptance and to make sure that uh, they follow um, right kind of uh, levels of integrity. Uh, I mean, for, in, for ourselves, we we. Uh, make sure that we're ISO 9001 in all our processes and ISO 27001 and, and for in, in all our cyber uh, systems to make sure that uh, security is of the highest. And, and that's it. That's that's a big challenge for a lot of the industry to make sure they keep those uh, levels of uh, um, their systems at, at the highest uh, and the quality that they give the client. And uh, ultimately, it's all about helping uh, compliance professionals sleep at night. Uh, and that's what we're about. And uh, it's just going to be a fun ride uh, for a lot of us, actually, uh, in the coming years, I think. And we're in a, in a great, great industry. Fantastic. Yeah, no, I like it. I like the uh, the positivity in there, too, as well. And I, I totally agree. It's going to keep this area is not going to slow down. Regulation is going to continue unfolding. And um uh, and uh hopefully not become too restrictive but uh it, it's going to be there and um positioning yourself continually positioning yourself in your case manny and in this sector and, and as a, a leader will be will be critical so uh thanks for joining me today manny it's been a a great conversation thank you Aaron. it's uh, really been good talking wonderful and, and thanks to our listeners for tuning in today uh please do remember the CT crta does post uh, a lot of new and informative materials, podcasts, and webinars uh, through its website. So please do sign up to the CRTA. And if you're not a member, do consider joining. Thanks so much, everyone.